0: And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Bear Down Sports Association podcast, episode number sixty-two day, week three preview. As always, this podcast is brought to you by Obridge Pizza. Shout out to our guys at Obridge Pizza. Shout out to Laia. Shout out to Marco. Shout out to everyone at Obridge Pizza. And shout out to our other sponsor, Chaos
1: Gym. Sean McDonald runs the gym, outdoor gym located behind Comfy in Auburn, New Jersey on 516. Outdoor gym, really interactive workouts. Um, good guys over there. Bear Down athletes get 50% off the first month. Uh, three classes a week, makeup class on Saturday morning if you're not playing. And uh, all right, TJ, let's get into this week three preview.
0: All right, uh, it's me, Kurtzman, my father, Tommy Savarro, here today. I want to get this out. Five of six games are uploaded right now on the YouTube for the film. A little bit of technical difficulties this week. Uh, That's why the film came out a little bit late. We had something going on. My laptop was a little messed up, and that's where I edit on. Um, One more game to come out. It is the Ravens versus Packers, which was the last game of the day. That should be out within 12 hours, I'd say, on YouTube. So, um, it's in the process of uploading now. My laptop is just all sorts of messed up, so it's getting there. It's it's ticking away one percent by the hour, so it should it should be up very soon. So all the game from will be up. We apologize for that this week. Hopefully next week it will be, uh, We won't have this problem. Yeah. So it's uh, real quick before we get
1: into anything. Let's uh, recap everyone's picks for the last two weeks. We'll just give quick records. Yeah. Um, I, I went know one and 3 three first got, week. You went one 3 three first week. I went two and two first week. You went three and one first week. Then the next week you both went, went six perfect. and zero. Yeah. I went five. Five and, and one. one, so
0: uh, he's one you're up. You're tied. You're tied. are tied us, up, and, and he's two up. Yes,
1: he's Tommy's two up, and we're both tied. All right. I that think this.
0: Good. I think looking at the slate this week, I think we're gonna. Diff,
1: I think I we think might. There should be some difference. There's gonna be some different picks for sure. I can't imagine. There's, these are very. These are much
0: more even matchups this week for sure. I agree. Uh, do we have anything we want to talk about before we get into the? The game's here.
1: Um, no, I mean, I just want to reiterate. Um, let's try to stay... Let's do our best to stay off the field. Let's make sure we're not getting in the camera's way. Um, for fans that want to be on watching the game that is farther from the entrance, let's try to maybe get on the other side of the field or off the field in general. One of the two. Let's not be on the field in that little beginning area where the entrance is because it just blocks the film. I want every play to be seen, everyone to see their highlights. I don't want anyone missing any highlights or anything like that, so... Um, great job through two weeks I'm really happy the way everything's being run
0: and uh, let's keep it up Yeah, uh, very sad for me I will not be there this weekend I have practice with my two new teams that I have I'm coaching basketball now 5th and 8th graders I got practice this weekend so I will not be able to make it but I will be recapping I will be watching all the games on film before we do the podcast so I will be able to talk about the games. Yeah, no, Sucks for Sucks sure. that I won't be able to see it in person live and I'll kind of know who wins going into it because I'm going to be getting updates throughout the day on yeah, Saturday no, about what's sure. going on um what time well, are your practices um, 11 all right, my, yeah. practice, my practices my are, practices are 11 and 12 so um, stop yeah, yeah it's can't, can't alright yeah, no, can't no, no worries it, it
1: happens um, we'll see
0: moving forward hopefully yeah. I'll be able to come back bear but. down to side gig don't worry gotta got it. no yeah no I just love you know the podcast like we got we got I, I don't want to be a liability on the podcast so. no you'll watch so I, made a full, yeah, game, yeah. full
1: game film now you can see everything if you want to see I it I like
0: I like gassing when I'm there too I like yelling Fair I enough. like yelling from the uh, from the press box telling someone they made a good play alright all right, let's jump into the um, let's jump into the preview. We're gonna do uh, dogs of the week for last week as well at the end of the podcast, as well as our power rankings. Dad, you weren't there, that's why we didn't do that's why we didn't do the dogs of the week, but we'll do that at the end of the pod. All right, first game, ten o'clock, Bills Cardinals. Let's get into it, Kurtzman. What do you think about this one? How do you think the two teams match up against each other? You you hinted at it before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Say it on the pod. So I think this is going to be a very interesting matchup
1: because each team has the edge in one side of the ball. Um I mean on one side of the ball, in one facet of the game. So I think on the line, I think that the Cardinals have a, a slight advantage over the Bills in terms of their line play, Tompkins, Musi, and Nick Douglas, three of the best linemen in the league for sure. Um, they're going to give Suroff all he can handle and his line, all they can handle his line is Misha, Amir, and Jacob, who's not a bad line by any means. I think that I give a slight edge to the Cardinals in the trenches, but with Ed Zalek out, I give a pretty big advantage to the athletes on the Bills, Prem, uh, Zach Shire, Q. I think they have the matchup on the outsides playing receiver and also defensively guarding the receivers for the Cardinals. Um... With that all being said, I really think this game's going to be really close. Pisco came out last week and played very well. Probably the best game I've seen him play a quarterback since he's played in this league. Um, And on the other side, the Bills just are coming off a a tragedy of a loss to the Falcons. Falcons, 33-8 last week. Um, I know that they were getting a practice in this week, which is key for a team, especially a team that didn't know a lot of their players. like People didn't know each other on the team before the season started, so hopefully their chemistry is building. And um, I'm really excited to see how Suroff continues to grow as a quarterback in the league because I feel like he is going to continue to get better. Um, the play calling is usually pretty good on his on his side of the ball, but I'm excited to see which game plan, which matchups people try to exploit. So it should be a good one. Dad.
2: Um, I I really I didn't get a chance to speak with Joe uh, the last two weeks or the last game that he played. I caught like the second half of his game. But the strides he made at quarterback, I don't know if it's, it's the line that's doing for him, but no, just the wise decisions he was making with the ball. I was very proud of Joe. I meant to tell him that. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. But very impressed with the way he handled the offense. Uh, as far as, far as uh, uh, the Bills go, it's really tough to be a, a rookie quarterback in the league and have to face a line like that. Mm-hmm. So, I, that's why I'm giving a big edge to the college Yeah, no, I, I think I think that the Bills line has to step up in a
1: big way this week.
0: I think you make a really good point. With the perimeter athletes right now, especially with no Ed Zalek for the Cardinals. They are getting the some to
1: replace him for the next five weeks. It's one of his boys from Madawan. I've talked to some people. They call it a fair sub, so I'm okay. allowing it.
0: Okay. Um, Zach Shure, Q, Prem, etc. on that team is going to be, you know, they'll probably have the advantage on the perimeter, especially... Joe, like was is Joe playing defense this week? Do we what's know what's is like? Joe? Like, he looked he like to... he
1: was walking better when I saw him at the games last week. He showed up to twelve thirty games, I believe. Um but still listen, running with a bad knee it's not
0: always a good thing. He yeah. might have to play a little more than he wants to, or some other like, people Joe is really, are gonna have to step up. Joe is really good on defense too. So him not being like if He's he gi- if if he gives you if he gives you anything on defense is a huge plus. But obviously we don't know what's going on with the knee. So deep. I don't I, think I, I, don't I think would think I would doubt yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Which means yeah. someone's gotta step up. Yeah. Because right now I'm not even sure how they're gonna guard. Maybe they play zone, maybe they do something different, but if you just line up man to man, I think that the Bills have a slight advantage on the outside and the perimeters.
0: I'll start with the picks here because I think you, you pretty much covered like I don't have really anything yeah, to add sorry, about. I no, no, it's fine. I, I, that's fine that you did that. I don't care. You did a really good job breaking it down and you know how they mash up against each other. I think I know where you're leaning. You kind of convinced me, but now I, I'm sticking with the, my original pick that I put down here. Um, I'm taking the Cardinals in this one. I'm going to ride with, with the hot hand. Joe gets another week off, like you said. He's walking a little bit better. I'm expecting him to be a little bit healthier. Coming off the best game that we've seen him play at quarterback, I know he's going to be game planning. I know he's watching super film. I know he's going to come out with a lot of energy. I think you know, you're know you going to need a guy like Zach Sheree from that Bills team, maybe Misha from that Bills team, to really have a lot of energy and talk smack in this game because I think it is going to be a very fierce and fiery game. Uh, Misha versus Douglas on the line is a very enticing matchup. Probably, maybe matchup of the week. Yeah. If, when we talk about, you know... Whoever lines up against yeah. Misha
1: on that D-line could be the ma- uh, a matchup, matchup of, of, of the week. week. Douglas or Tompkins or Musi against
0: them. Absolutely. For sure. Um, I'm going to take the cards in this one. I'm going, I'm rolling with Piskopop. You want me to go? Yeah, you go ahead. Yeah, no. Um, I'm going to take the Bills. Yep, I do. That's I, yeah. I, As you were talking, I figured you were going to take No, them.
1: and it's not even that I listen. I think the trenches are super important. I think the Cardinals' D line is gonna do is gonna do some damage, but I don't think that the Bills' offensive line is that much worse. Amir, Jay, Coburn, and John Misha three big yep. bodies that can handle the rush. Unlike in Week One, when the when the Cardinals played against the Ravens, Harnish gets hurt in the first play of the game. Their line's already depleted from that, and now you get to take advantage of a weaker line. So this week, I think that they're gonna still have some success, but. So is going to have some time to throw. I think he, ha- he had some time to throw when I went back and watched the film against IB's team. He had time to throw. Guys just weren't getting open because the Falcons have some really good athletes back there. But I think that this week the Bills have the advantage in the athlete department of this game. And that, in my opinion, is going to be the difference. And I'm going to take the Bills.
2: That I'm going to go with the cards here. Uh, you got perennial MVP candidate Douglas will we'll show up to every game. And playing with a chip on his shoulder just to show everyone that he is not a second rounder in this league. Pair that with the two monsters next him on that line. I don't see how this team fails with the, with those three guys playing at the, the energy level that they bring. All right, So I agree. They bring, listen, the
1: Cardinals D-line brings insane energy. So I'm not going to be surprised if they get a win, but
0: I'm going to roll with the Bills. Alright, let's get into the other ten o'clock game of the week here. We have the Packers coming off of a one and one doubleheader week against the Panthers, who bounced back to one and one after their week one loss to the Falcons come out and beat The Bucks. The Bucks in this in week two. So um let's think let's talk about how these teams match up against each other. On the perimeter, you're gonna have Miles versus Connor. Extremely, extremely fun and high level a,
1: matchup. High level matchup. You're upset you're not seeing that.
0: Um I'm very upset I'm not seeing that. I know Miles Miles has a lot of respect for Connor. Connor definitely has a lot of respect for Miles, and you know, as athletes, um, I know Miles early in the, early in the season was campaigning to play on Augie's team and be that pick at the three spot. But uh, Augie goes and, and takes Connor, who obviously he has probably more chemistry with. Since I don't think he's ever played football with all, I don't think Miles and Augie have ever played football together. Clearly, Augie and Connor have. But um, I, I think you know. Storyline of this game: Mikey has a broken thumb. Is he playing quarterback? Could Gargano, who was the player of the week from last week, yeah. switch positions and play quarterback? Oh, uh, yeah, he could. He definitely could. He's he definitely, definitely could. And just because Mikey, if he doesn't play quarterback, that doesn't mean that he won't be on the D-line, because Mikey will definitely be on the D-line if he's not playing quarterback. Causing havoc. And, and you'll have him at receiver as well. So, um,. I think it's really interesting if Vin plays quarterback in this game. Maybe if he doesn't, if Mikey sh- strungs it out, I think having Vin at receiver is a new dynamic play in the league. How are they going to guard that? Like, Vin is, is someone that, you know, you have Miles and Vin now. Those are probably two number ones. Connor, Augie, you know, these guys are guys, going to have to probably match up. Zala uh, going to Z- have to match up. Zala going to have to go out there sure. and match up. Um, talk When you think of the lines here, um, you got Matt, Marola, Rob, Vin, Torino. Rob Torino, Vin Arena, uh, LaTempa in this game, Like Good athletic lineman, Wiz, who we know, like, is Wiz versus Like, which one of those linemen is going to catch and break a ball for a run? Like, that could be a difference in this game. Um, Anything else? How do these teams match up in your eyes? Um, I think matchup-wise, they
1: actually match up pretty good against each other. I think both teams are pretty versatile across the board from top to bottom. Um, They have a lot of guys who play a lot of different positions for them each. Um, I want to see the Panthers improve on offense because – up until up until Augie's pick 6 or middle of the second half, they only manufactured 12 points. So I just want to see Augie's team move the ball a little more, execute in the red zone, and for the same thing for the Packers. I want to see the Packers execute in the red zone because they had about four trips to the red zone in the first game against the Bucs that they could have possibly won. That could have easily have won that game if, that they could have just executed, if they could have just executed a few times in the red zone, which they then did in the second game against the Ravens. So they're coming off a high, a big win, a, a win that maybe they shouldn't have had. So you know what? You take this win and you run with it. So I'm not saying I'm picking the Packers. I'm just saying that they are going to be ready to play, and if Vingargano has to play quarterback, I just want you all to know, if you do not know, Vingargano is about a, I don't know, four-time four time MVP, four-time champ in my <laughs> league since we've been doing this thing forever, so ne- I would never count hit at him out of a game if he is playing quarterback. He came in, made a game-winning conversion, um, through the game-winning conversion in week, one, week 2, so
0: I think you're going to see a more creative offense from the Packers
1: coming into Week 3. I
0: think this game, That before I swing it over to you, I think this game, both, both defenses are really good. Yes. Like, I think the Panthers' defense is really good, yes. and I think we'll be talking about them for a long time this season as the season goes on and we'll be about talking how, about how good about how their defense is. Yeah. And I think the Packers have really good defense as well. Like, there's, you know, they have. we talked about this, they have all football players, they're physical on defense. Like, they, I think their flag-grabbing might have been a little bit sloppy – in that first week, but, you know, they... That only improves. It, it improves, and their coverages, I thought, were really good as well. And I think this one, like you said, Chris, was going to come down to who could execute in the red zone. Dad, do you have
2: any uh, any insight on this one? Yeah. Any uh, truth to the rumor that uh, Joe Papio is playing for the uh, Nick King? No, no, there's no truth to that rumor at the moment. At the moment? I mean, if they need a sub,
1: they have eight right now, so they don't well, have Nick is not
2: playing tomorrow, Nick, so.
1: Nick is their ninth, so they have eight. If okay. you have seven, you get a sub. If you have eight, you do not get a sub. All
2: right. Just, just just, curious. Um, so if
1: someone else were to miss a game, then there would be poss- a possible substitution.
2: Yeah. It, it, predicting this game is tough for me. Um, uh, like, I, I love, I, I do love the Packers. Uh, even though they didn't perform, the, the game that I, uh, I refed, uh they really didn't move the ball too well. But that, it's not their team. That's not the true identity of that team. I know there are athletes on the team. They will move that ball. But here's the thing with me. I'm not sure. I, I hate to predict a game where I'm not sure who's gonna who's going to be the quarterback. So Fair I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Shaw thing. I'm going to go with Augie and the, and the Panthers on this one. I am also going to take the Panthers here um,
0: for the for that exact reason. Like, It's not that I don't have faith in Vin. I just don't know if he's playing quarterback. Is Mikey going to try to tough it out and play and start, and then they're going to have to switch? Because I don't really like that either. I feel like that could mess up the rhythm. Even though they did it last week and it was fine. But um, I am going to lean towards the Panthers in this one. I think it's a low-scoring game. I think three scores wins you this game. Yeah. And I think it will be three scores to two. Conversions could play a huge part of this, as we know. I think it was the Dolphins last week versus the Patriots, who only sc- they scored one more touchdown right, than one by ten, but one by ten because they just convert every time. I th- they only have two. They, what are they six of eight this year on uh, conversions? Was it so? Uh, conversions will be very key in this one. I am going to take the Panthers. Um, oh, one thing I completely forgot to say: Anthony Latembo. I do not believe is
1: playing for. Her. Packers. So I guess that more reinforces your Panthers pick. Yes, that, just, that, that, that hurts the Packers. Yeah. No, no, no. no I'm just letting yeah. you know. Um, I'm all staking the Panthers. Okay. I think very low-scoring game. I think that there are going to be multiple turnovers by both defenses, because both defenses are very good at getting out to the ball. And um, this is another one where if the Packers win, I'm not shocked by any means. No, I won't be... Have, the Packers got... Athletes. I don't Brand like Bran Giles. Picking Brand the Giles. Yeah, Brand Giles making his debut like this season debut this week. Another athlete on the outside gives them more threats to make plays. Um yeah, no, I'm taking the Panthers. I think it's a close one. And uh for the second straight week, I'm doubting Vin Gargano, so So you're an idiot, and yes. we're all idiots. So I guess we're all idiots, <laughs> but
0: hey, listen, should be a good one. Alright, let's go into the eleven fifteen games here. Uh first one, Pat's Bucks. My personally, my most interesting game of the week. Patriots sitting at 0 and 2, Bucks sitting at 1 and 1 after a doubleheader. Uh two of my favorite quarterbacks in the league, Tommy, Joe. How do you think these teams match up against each other, Crispin? I want to see
1: the matchup between Austin and Mark if Mark decides to line up against Austin. Um obviously D line has the ability to just go against the weaker offensive linemen, so we'll see how the Bucks match up. I love the Bucks defense. Bucks defense is very good. Um, like very I said, they defense. held the Panthers to twelve points for most of that game, up until kind of the doors kind of got blown off a little yeah. bit because of a couple of mistakes here and there. Um, I really like the Bucks' defense, but I really like the Patri- Patriots' offense. The Patriots, they didn't surprise me last week when they were competing with the Dolphins because I said on this podcast that I expected the Patriots to be in that game till the very end, and if it weren't for. Um, a couple of missed, or not missed throws, just a couple of just missed opportunities by the Patriots. They could have easily won that game against the Dolphins. And matching up with sobes and being able to play with sobes offensively, keep up with him, that's something that you should be holding your head high to in this league for sure. Because sobes puts up a lot of points, IB puts up a lot of points, those guys put up a lot of points. Um, But with that being said, I think that Tommy needs to use Abby.
0: I don't know who I'm gonna on that flat team. out. It's gonna, gonna be flat out say it. It's gonna be Billy. On see Abby? Now,
1: if they, I don't know how they're gonna match up. I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, but the Patriots got receivers, man. They got Paulie, who I just found out. I told, I said in the last podcast that Paulie didn't play much of a factor on offense. He hurt his hand in the middle of the game, so he didn't play offense at all. Um, they got Paulie, They got Abby. They got Giuseppe, who is lighting the league on fire, kind of right now with three touchdowns. A rookie and two of the games. year candidate, definitely a rookie of the year candidate. Um, they got a lot of playmakers that can make plays for them. Tommy has. Take that week one to week two jump was incredible by the entire team by Tommy. You saw three turnovers in the first game, the no three or four turnovers in the first game against the Bills, and then only one turnover in the second game, and I believe it was on a um and end up being a pick six by Sobes, but it was. It's still like he improved so much in the league from week one to week two. He was running a lot more. Um, he was running RPOs, play action fakes of the guy behind him. He really changed up the offense a lot. It looked like a lot of the players had um. Like play sleeves in the pictures I saw, a lot of the players have play sleeves. So Tommy's got his team ready to go. And um I'm like you, I'm very excited for this matchup.
0: I wanna say this before I pass to you, Dad. You, Kurtzman, always call for if you call the hitch, throw the hitch. If you call the slant, throw the slant. Tommy calls the play and then throws his the ex- play. Yeah, like yes. it might not always
1: necessarily like, be like wide open, but he he has a good enough arm strength and good enough um accuracy since he's been playing quarterback his whole life. He's able to make like, those throws. Like, there was that one, the, the RGO, touch, yeah, the the, RGO Giuseppe. to Giuseppe over the middle. Yep. Like, there was a very tight window there. Like And he, it, he just threw it with it, confidence. Threw it, he he read, no, because you know what he did? He has his eyes up while he's reading. He sees the guy move over just a little bit, and then that ball comes in right behind him. Um, I was really impressed with Tommy. You were really impressed with Tommy. You were yeah. the first one to come out and say he's one of the top five in the league at quarterback. And that's, from a guy who's only played two games in the league, that's very impressive. Um... I am president I also, of Tommy Fan Club right You now. are definitely the president of the Tommy Galante Fan Club. Um, I think the Patriots have a better team than we gave them credit for on paper before the season started. Yep. And I think with Jay Kodros accepting that he might need to play line sometimes and fucking excelling at it, because yeah. I watched him battle. He's battling. there. Um, I'm really excited to see how they continue to grow into week three because they are a team that's ready to rip off some wins in a row, and
0: I, I really believe that. I think... You're gonna to have to match Billy against Abby, and I think Michael Lever versus
2: Giuseppe is a very, very interesting matchup. Dad, how do you feel about this one? Uh, well, last week we we said that Tommy had to play a good game, not necessarily win it, but he had to play a good game, which yes. he absolutely did. Two hundred fifteen yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, and again, like you said, he improved from week one to uh, week two. From week one to week two, uh, I watched that game. I watched the first half of that game. He was there, step by step with Soaps. who's yep. one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Oh yeah. Uh, I I I have the only the only thing I, against uh, the Bucks that they might be lacking is is size. Uh, mm-hmm. Last week's game, I saw uh, Mark DeMayo pancake whiz. That's not an easy thing to do. No. Pancake him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, even at uh, the other referee on the side, you're Ed saying Gasser. the Patriots are lacking size. Patriots are lacking size, <laughs> <laughs> not, the not the Bucks. No, no, the Bucks have the size. I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you said the Bucks were lacking size. No, 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 no. I said the only problem they may have is with size against okay, the Bucks. Against the Bucks, right? Um, other than that, I, I, I think that whatever beef Tommy has with with Abby, it's got. It's, you got to let that go. Abby is a, a, a physical mismatch against almost. of the league 99.9 yeah physical mismatch. you gotta be able to use those mismatches he needs more than three targets yeah uh, yeah. you're gonna get a lot of one-on-one coverage you're gonna get yeah put the ball there Uh, I promise you Abby will be there you know, I like Abby's attitude coming down uh, last week. Yeah. He wants to put everything behind him. He wants, he just wants to play ball. Got on the line. He played a yeah. listen, Abby. played a lot of defense
1: last week. Yeah. Less offense, and I, I'm not sure I necessarily agree with how that is. But I don't hate it, that. Though. No, yeah, no I, don't yeah, I don't hate it, hate it at, hate all. That at all. It's the fact that Abby has accepted, okay, I'm not going to be necessarily. Maybe this week I might not be getting a bunch of targets, but I'm making plays on defense. He uh, pretty sure he had the pressure that caused the yeah. interception by SoBs on that play. He was getting after Sobs. Um, No, he was. Um, I hope the Patriots don't do that whole we're going to rush nobody thing. Yeah, so so cut that out. don't do that cut again. That Always cut put that pressure out. on the quarterback. Please never never go into
2: a prevent defense. Only prevents you from winning. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, <laughs> if you're listening to the, to the podcast and I know what you are and I hope that you are, uh, like I said, use your weapons. Abby is a weapon. Uh, yeah. Put this behind you. Get this W this week because you can do it. I, I, I have yeah. total confidence that you can do it this Who's week. Who's your pick? I'm going with the Pats. Yeah. I'm can, also taking I'm, the Patriots. I'm taking the Patriots
1: also. Wow,
0: I thought you were going to take the Bucks. No, but... Like I hate that I keep saying I think it's about every game. The Bucks could easily win this game. No, they could. And I, I'm, I'm taking this because they're 0-2. And I think they really, really, really need this win. They're going to come out and play really hard. I'm going with them. And I just think that they really
1: improved from week one to week two. And I only expect that to continue from week two to week three. And week three to week four. And so on and so forth. So, yeah, I guess we're all taking the Patriots. I expected one of you to take the Bucks, But that is what
0: it is. All right, let's go to the other 11:15 game this week. Ravens versus Dolphins. Kurtzman, how do you think they match up?
1: Well, to start, um, I'm not sure if Matt Hughes is playing for the Dolphins. So that hurts their line a little bit. Now Sobs is one of the few quarterbacks in the league that doesn't really need an exceptional line to excel. Um, He's very good at making plays himself. He's very good at um, rolling one way, throwing back the other way, which really causes problems for the defense because we all know that when the quarterback rolls one way, the defense kind of slides that way, which makes the ball going to the opposite side of the field. He throws a beautiful fade to the opposite side of the field. Um, so he him scoring points is not gonna be the problem. Um, they also have no Dylan. The Dolphins. No Dylan and possibly no Matt Hughes. So possibly that your top two picks and you got eight guys there, you're playing with those eight regardless of who they are. Um, I think that this is a huge game for the Ravens. They've had two close games where they probably could have won. Last week I think they definitely should have won. This the in week one I think they um had a good comeback chance but fell short. I think that the Ravens need to start putting it together. I think Rob needs to. I it like like I said about throw you call the hitch, throw the hitch. You run call the out, throw the out.
0: was having a film session with Rob tomorrow. <laughs> no,
1: I told Rob, I told Rob, I like I wanted to go over some stuff with him because I just want to show him. Like, listen, you don't necessarily need to roll out every single time. Like, there's a, not every play needs to be a broken play. Maybe standing farther away from the center to give yourself an extra second. You got to tell your center to really fling that back, fling the ball back to you. But I just think there's a lot of things that the Ravens can do. Get your best players involved. I'm talking screens, I'm talking outs, hitches, quick things. Maybe if you see one on one coverage, just tell them to go deep and let your guys go out and make plays. You drafted Liam and Spo the first two rounds for a reason. Use them. Last week, Spo, three targets. Last week, Liam, three targets. I need those both doubled both double they both got to have at least six targets on the game i know rob likes to run and quarterbacks running is completely fine in this league there's no problem with the quarterback running a lot if you're gaining yards you're making plays but you need to put pressure on the defensive backs to be able to say okay he might throw this ball up i'm gonna have to go make a play um with without sobs i mean without sobs without dylan and matt hughes i am a little bit worried about the dolphins but i'm not worried about about them enough to not pick them in this game, and I will be taking the Dolphins, I guess, to get our pick started. If you want to analyze the game anymore, feel free.
2: Dad? yeah. Every every Dolphin game I watch, I'm in awe of the different arm angles and arm slots that uh, Soaps can throw from, and he can get the ball anywhere on the field. And uh, no one throws a prettier, a, a better uh, fade to the corner than, than Soaps. His timing is impeccable. It's getting uh, early. <laughs> it's getting late, pretty early. For the Ravens. Is that I said that right? Yeah, yeah, it's getting late. It's getting late uh, early for the Ravens. Yeah, they need They, really, they really need this win. Uh, I do have confidence in Rob. I like the team he drafted. It's unfortunate they're 0-2. Um, again, I keep saying um, I hate that. <laughs> I don't bet against a guy like Soaps in, in games like this where, you know, you have a team that's down and struggling to, to get their win and you got a guy that can dominate a game like Sobs. So uh, I'm going with the Dolphins here. I hate that I have... No balls, and I'm not picking the
0: Ravens in this one. After hearing that Dylan's not playing and hearing that Matt Hughes could possibly be out is questionable. I think Rob could win this one. I think they clean it up. They've had two really winnable games. I think if they could clean it up, they could win it. And going falling to 0-3 isn't the worst thing in the world. It just puts a lot of pressure on But it puts a lot of pressure on you from here on out. And I think they need to come out and show a sense of urgency. I just can't pick against Sobs right now because of how good he looks like you guys have alluded to. Yeah. I think Liam and Spo on the outside this week, they have a clear advantage on the outside. Clear advantage. Sobs is going to be, you know, you know what he does. He's probing on defense. He's playing corners. So is going to guard one yeah. of them, but they're need... probably going to have a mismatch
1: on the other side. TJ I'm not Inksad trying to, not trying to call out TJ Hanks yeah. or any of those guys, but I'm just saying, let's be honest, those are two first-round picks. Yes. And you have Soaps who's a defensive player of the year, candidate guarding one of them. You're going to have a mismatch on the RSI. Yes. You need to exploit mismatches and do what you... Listen, if you have to go at the same kid 10 times in the game, go at the same kid 10 times in the game. It's just how it has to happen sometimes. Um... What I want to see is the Ravens' defense get after Sobes because I think with Matt Hughes being out, the line becomes a lot weaker because Matt Hughes, I believe, is their best offensive lineman. So with him out, I believe that the offensive line Morrick becomes weaker.
2: Mork is playing. playing. Okay. No, yeah, the... I gotta give a shout-out to Mork. He had a hell of a game last he week. always does. In is... the quarterback's face, constantly batting down passes. Yeah, two, best I think he had two or, two I or three. three. I right. saw three. I saw three myself. Did you see,
0: did you see that Mork named his dynasty team Dogs of the Week? Oh, really? Yeah, yes. He did. He did. No. <laughs> uh, Mork <laughs> played a great game last week. He did. Great game. No,
1: um I just want to see the Ravens D line get after it. You have guys that can play on the D line like Harnish, Spo, Pete, um oh, who am I forgetting, Tommy Torrey. Yeah. You got a lot of good Tommy ad- Torrey, another person who literally has a good game every single week. Yes, good game every single week. I always see good things out of Tommy Torrey blocking the ball. I always see him catching a few balls, making people miss. He had a forty nine yard t- a forty nine yard touchdown off a catch and run where he just he has very deceiving speed for an, a a strong offensive lineman. And who's the who's the dude with the blonde hair? Dieblon die on top. Zach not Bellheimer. Zach oh Bellheimer. Zach yeah, Bellheimer. another great. On the Dolphins. Yes. Dolphins. No, yeah, he had a quiet week last week, zero sacks. But um, I expect him to have a better game this week. Um, Ravens offensive line also needs to play a little better. But Rob Akine needs to also not get out of clean pockets. I see it on film sometimes where he's moving out of a clean pocket before it becomes dirty. Mm. If, if, that's a, if that's a no, no, you no yeah, use. yeah. Um, no, but I do. Before it becomes dirty. Before it becomes. <laughs> I do expect. Rob to play better, but okay. I can't bet against Soaps right now. Like Agreed.
0: We're all on the Dolphins, correct? Yes. Dolphins. All right. Let's move on to the last game of the week here. Before we get into our power rankings and dogs of the week from last week, Falcons versus Lions. Kurtzman versus IB. I'll start. I think this is the biggest game of Christmas career. No, I know it's not the <laughs> biggest. It's not even close to biggest. The biggest, biggest game in my career, career was uh, championship yeah. last yeah. summer. Um, I think that this is going to be a really good game right now. Um, you know, Kurtzman, you, you thought your team played like at a 7.5 out of 10 last week, yeah. I'd say, is where you were feeling with it. I think the Falcons are coming off of a 10 out of 10 game. They are feeling really good about themselves. IB is already trying to get in your head a little bit and trying to talk a little bit of smack to you. I'm really curious to see the chess match here. Because I'm going to say that the people who watch the most film in the league is Kurtzman and IB. Those are the Kurtzman, partially because it's his league and he wants to watch everything again and he's chopping film with us. And IB because he's obsessed with football and he's obsessed with the league and they have pasta parties and they want to win badly. Look at how these teams match up on the perimeter Justin, Johnny Mack, Jack Starner. I know you guys scrimmaged them, but it was with no Justin. You have Julius. You have Danino. You have yourself in the backfield. You have Rougeau. You guys versus them might be the most evenly matched game on paper in the league. Move to the lines. This is where you guys should have the advantage. This is where the Lions should, on paper, have the advantage. Rhett, Jarwar, and True need to come to play. I want to shout True out because he made the best play in league history so far up to this point with the the behind-the-back lateral across the field, which was called back, but upon further review, it was pretty legal. But not mad at Bill for making that call. It's it's what happens when you've never seen something like that, and it's just absolute madness. But True, that was an absolutely insane play. It was sick. I highly recommend everyone to go watch that if you have not seen it yet. Um... I think IB is going to go off in this one. I think this is this is the ascension to MVP race right here. If you win this game, Kurtzman, you are a front runner for MVP along with Sobes. If IB wins this game, he is front runner MVP along with Sobes up to this point. How do you feel going into this week? I'm not going to ask you about your game plan. I yeah. just want to know how you feel about how the teams match up.
1: No, so I I know how I was very not down on my team, but just said that we had a lot we needed to get better. I needed to improve upon. Um, I think that we're going to. We've talked a lot in the group chat this week about game planning, what we want to do, um, we're practicing. We've talked a lot. I've sent videos that I want people to see, like what we're looking at, what we're doing. Um, so we're going to come prepared. We're going to be ready to play. I got a full 10 this week, so I'm very excited about that. Um, I think that we match up very well against them. I think yeah. I have a very versatile team. My only problem is you say we have the advantage on the line and I do believe we have the advantage on the line. My problem is is that when you're going against IB, Do you d- want to have the advantage your on d- the line? No, no, no. Not even that. Your D line, just having the advantage over the O line, Means is nothing. not enough. Means not nothing. even close to enough because we see what IB does. If he doesn't have it going right, he'll just reverse back and go left because his one cut is... Basically unmatched, probably only by his teammate Nick Nano. and Johnny and Johnny and Justin and yeah. Jack. Like yeah. they, they got a bunch <laughs> yeah. of athletes who can really make plays. But I got athletes too, and I, we're ready. We're gonna be ready to play. We're gonna come ready to play. And let's not forget the last time he and I be played. Yeah. I got the win. This yeah, you happened. did week one last season. But year. I also know that we have to score every time we touch the ball. Yeah. Because that's what happened a lot last of time. Pressure. It was 49 42 last time we played. Yep. Both teams scored every single time we touched the ball. You it got a, There were two turnovers each way. I threw one interception. He threw one interception. Just my interception turned into a pick six. His didn't. And you that got was the, That was the story of the game.
0: With the matchups here on the outside, you got Mike Denito against Justin Tumatowan, kids who have been competing against each other probably the whole their ass. entire lives. You got No Julius. and Demon Jew. <laughs> the two, the two, two uh two... does that leave me
1: guarding Johnny thing? oh boy guarding Ooh. a 19 year old good luck off from 20, good 24 turning 25 24
0: turning 25 years old guarding a 19 year old Kurtzman's gonna need an ice bath after the game yeah,
2: um no, I we'll really get, I we'll think this is right gonna be a really good game dad yeah there's one thing you can say about a Kurtzman led team that they're never gonna be not prepared he'll always be prepared for a game like this so I don't anticipate any, anyone going flat in this game uh the wideouts on both teams, uh, they're very evenly matched. You could argue that IB and Justin might be the best you know, quarterback receiver combination in the league. And then you got Chrisman coming right back with Julius. And Danino. Uh, and Danino. Well, they, they Julius, also have Jack. Julius and, had the big Julius game last right week. now, who could be the offensive player of the year. Excuse right. me, here right. well, come. Like I said, you got Jack, you got Johnny Mack, and you got uh, Justin. And on the other side, you got Julius. Um, Mike Danino. <laughs> Mike Danino. Yeah, and Rougeau. And, and Rujel. Pai, yeah. Right. No,
1: listen. <laughs> but but look, yeah. let me finish. Yeah, yeah,
2: it. Here's the one intangible, and we know line play is important. True levels the playing field when it comes to a guy that can get into the backfield and get to IB. Mm-hmm. No one his size in this league, I think, can get to IB the way True can. So if there's one guy that's going to make the difference in this game, I'm picking True. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. Me and True have been having extensive
1: talks this week about. And he is I've the best flag in the league, no doubt. Yeah, um, we've had extensive talks this week about how we want to try to guard their team, pressure IB, but not um, not get too far out in front of ourselves when we're going after him because th- that's not the way you need to play him. And we're ready for that. And I think one of the biggest things in this game, more my, more my team than his team, we need to get out to a fast start. We need to either if we get, we get the ball first, we gotta score the first possession. If they get the ball first, we gotta get a stop. Coming out of the first six minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes of the game, those, I believe, are the most important minutes for my team because we got out to a slow start last week. IB is not going to turn the ball over the way that the Seahawks did. He's not going to allow us to get away with some mistakes that we made last week. So I, we, the Lions, we need to get out to a very fast start.
0: All
2: right, let's get into our picks here, unless you had something you wanted to add, Dad. I just, I, when you're in the huddle, you can't have any mental breakdowns. Quarterback calls a play, run the play. Don't don't break off. Don't don't improvise. Your quarterbacks, they're, if they're throwing timing passes, you got to be there. I agree. So again, a, a, a me, the mental part of this game is going to be a big factor. Also, everyone's got to have a head in the game. Everyone's got to listen in the huddle. All right, let's get into our picks. I'll start. I'm taking the Falcons.
0: I'm taking the Lions. And Kurtzman is taking the Lions. I mean, you can't tell me I'm not going to take my own team. Uh, I'm taking IB till he loses. That's where I'm at with it. I think it's gonna be a really good game. Well, I guess I you're not
1: taking him next week then.
0: Obviously I will not be shot Ooh, Chris been coming out with some kaya. All right. <laughs> I'm just gonna love that. He's gonna text me about that later. <laughs> let's uh let's get into the dogs of the week here From and then our two. and then our power rankings. Okay. We'll go game by game here for the Week 2 Dogs of the Week. Let's start with the 10 o'clock games, Kirsten. Who were the two, two 10 o'clock games? That My game
1: versus Seahawks. We gave Dog of the Week to Emmerich. Stepped in when so, Justin Seahawks wasn't there to play line. Played line. Played line pretty effectively. Also caught uh, nine balls for 66 yards and two touchdowns. So Emmerich's kind of coming out party in the league. So Dog of the Week for sure. Um, in the other ten o'clock game, it was the Packers and the Bucks. We uh we chose Mark, had a big influence on the game, two interceptions, um, pancake blocks everywhere. He's making plays, he's getting in uh quarterback's
0: face the entire game. Uh the eleven o'clock games, that who did we have at uh for, Dolphin. Dolphin. for Dolphins, Dolphins Patriots. Yeah, like I said, I caught a half of that, and the half that I saw, I thought Ryan
2: Moore was unbelievable.
1: Yeah, no, Moore played a very good game on film. I told him he played a very good game, and when I watched it back, I thought it was even better than it was when I was watching it. The other 11 o'clock game. That was Panthers against Bucks. the Bucs. We're giving it to Rob Torino. Yeah, second sack of the season. Um, also caught a conversion. He's in there every single play. Every single play, he's going given 110%, and uh, he was a dog this week for sure. He was, he was battling in the trenches this week for sure. 12 o'clock games. Um, Ib uh, Falcons versus Bills. We're giving it to Giant Mac. Yep. Um He was probably the best player on the field that day. He caught a rushing. T- uh, he had a rushing touchdown, forty-five yards. Also had a receiving touchdown. So um, dog of the week for him. He's been playing very well in his debut season for the uh, Falcons. Other twelve o'clock game. Uh, was the Packers and the Ravens. And,
0: and a- Vin Gargano. It would be remiss to year. even
1: not say that it wasn't <laughs> He did. We we said it on the last podcast. He did everything for that Packers team. I'll review it again. Three touchdown catches, two conversion catches, threw the game-winning conversion, and made the game-winning pass breakup on defense. Also caused a touchback in the middle of the second half that changed the complexion of the game for the Packers. So
0: he is definitely the definition of a dog. All right. Let's get into our power rankings before we get on out of here now. All right, I'm going to go 1 to 11 in terms of best to worst in my power rankings. I uh, kind of just had a difficult time doing this at the end. I think they're all really... Honestly, 6 through 11 are kind of interchangeable, so take this with a grain of salt. Um, 1, Falcons. 2, Dolphins. 3, Lions. 4, Panthers. 5, Cardinals. 6, Packers. 7, Bucks. 8, Patriots. 9 Bills, 10 Ravens,
2: 11 Seahawks. Dad, what are your power rankings? All right, I got Lions at 1, Falcons at 2, Dolphins at 3, Cardinals at 4, Panthers at 5, Bucks at 6, Packers at 7, Patriots at 8, Ravens at 9, Bills at 10, Seahawks at 11.
0: Yeah, I kind of wanted to move the Patriots up, but they don't have a win yet, so I can't put them up. But if they get a win this week, expect a major jump in my power rankings. Do we have anything else you want to say before we get on out of here, Kurtzman? No? Anything? Um, No, I think we're all good. Let's just
1: remember, keep doing what we're doing, keep playing hard, and uh, hey, let's not have any problems this week in terms of like lowering shoulders... Anything, anything malicious. We don't need malicious hits. Blocks in the
0: bag. Let's just kind of take it out of the game. We don't need that, you know? All right, good luck, everyone, on Saturday, and we will see you at the Cougars Field. Peace.